0: They are going to bring pressure again. Rogers is going to roll away. Throws it up in the air. Says a prayer. And Janis! Oh, please! Oh, <laughs> what a catch! It's insane! Oh. oh my, that may be one of the great throws ever made. Moving to his left. Did the receivers get far enough downfield? Rodgers in trouble. It's going to get there. He turned 32 yesterday. Does he have a vintage moment in it? In the end zone. It is caught for the win. Richard Rodgers with a walk-off touchdown. A game-ender for the Packers. Giants looking for a stop. They're going to air it out. Rodgers does this better than anybody. End zone. come Touchdown. Unbelievable. Man, who does that better than Aaron Rodgers? Welcome to the Rodgers Hail Mary podcast. I'm your host, Nathan Spooner. My mission statement is to bring you Weekly bowl predictions for the Green Bay Packers, the NFL, and maybe once in a while, a little college football. I would like you to consider this thought before we begin the program. Hail Marys and bowl predictions are kind of similar. Sometimes you just have to throw them out there and pray they come to completion. The only difference is my bowl predictions are probably not as accurate as Aaron Rodgers' Hail Marys. Well, this is week eight now, episode eight of our podcast. And we are super excited today to bring you this podcast. In fact, we're even bringing it to you on some new equipment. Went ahead and splurged on a microphone rather than just recording directly to my Surface Pro. So hopefully this sounds better to you guys and um, we can get a little excited about that. Since last week was the Packers bye week, we didn't ha- don't have a Packers game to review. So we're just going to go ahead and jump right into Week eight, the Packers had a long bye week. It was a good bye week, a very beneficial bye week. Everybody's healthy. Jai Air Alexander is expected to play this week. Randall Cobb's expected to play. Jeronimo Allison is expected to play, and many are saying that this is the healthiest the Packers have been in years, especially coming out of the bye week. So a lot to be excited about as far as health wise. It was a very beneficial week, and there's been trades going on across the rest of the NFL and Packer fans are looking for that splash trade. I'm not going to get into any trade rumors or even what I'm hoping to see. In fact, I don't expect to see any trades at this point, so I'm not going to even get into any of that today. So let's just go right now straight away to the Packers versus Rams and what we expect to see happen from our team this Sunday. It is a 4.25 4.25 Eastern, 3.25 Central time. That makes it a 1.25 local time there out on the West Coast for them. So I'm not all that too concerned about it, actually. It's not going to throw the Packers off of their regiment too much since it is a later start. Basically, from the time they wake up to the time the game starts, it's going to feel like a normal game day. So it's not like it's a 1.25 Pacific time, excuse me, it's not like it's a 1.25 Or one o'clock Eastern Time start there. Then it would be uh, a ten a.m. start on the West Coast. So it's not like it's one of those. So that's good. So what do I have Aaron Rodgers doing? I have Aaron Rodgers going for four hundred yards and three touchdowns. I think that he's gonna have to throw the ball um, a lot, and three touchdowns will be enough. You guys might be hopes. Trying to figure out the points there. I think that's enough, though. And he's close to getting the knee brace off, but I think he'll have that knee brace on still this week. And hopefully he doesn't have any setbacks in this game so it could come off in the coming weeks. Then I have Aaron Jones getting 95 yards, just missing that century mark in this game. I think he's just going to miss it, but he's going to get one touchdown as well. So there's four touchdowns. Then I have... Devontae Adams being able to take advantage of yet another secondary that can't slow him down and he's going to continue to prove that he is a top wide receiver and this is going to be again like I said a 325 start so more eyes will be on this game than it would be if it was a noon game so Devontae is going to have another great game. I also think Geronimo Allison is going to come back from injury And have a 100-yard game and a touchdown. And then I have Jimmy Graham getting Aaron Rodgers' third touchdown. And then I have MVS going for 100 yards as well. I think all three, all four of those guys, all three of those receivers, and the fourth guy, the tight end, Jimmy Graham, are all going to have and need to have good games in order for this offense to succeed. I think Randall Cobb will have a few catches here and there and maybe get close to 50 yards and split that last 100 yards. With Jimmy Graham that Aaron Rodgers gets for 400. Then I have Mike Daniels moving on to the defense. I have him showing up in this game. I think he gets two sacks and forces a fumble. Maybe it could be as I imagine the game going that maybe Mike Daniels gets a sack to close the game and that forced fumble to close the game. Mike Daniels comes up the middle so hard So quickly, golf can't react. Hits him, knocks the ball free, and he or a teammate, doesn't matter to me, recovers the fumble to close the game. That would be exciting, wouldn't it? Either way, even if it's not that, two sacks and a forced fumble for Mike Daniels. Then I have Alexander coming back from injury. He's going to get his second interception of the year and his career. And it's going to be a pick six. You heard me. It's going to be a pick six. And just imagine this one even better. The Rams are driving for the ability to take the lead or to extend their lead. Jair Alexander steps in front of a pass and takes it to the house, giving the Packers the lead and the ball game. That would be Al Harris, near Al Harris level pick six in overtime against the Seahawks if Alexander were able to do something like that at the end of the game but either way I think he'll get a pick six even if it's not to close the game for the win so that's how I see our team doing we'll look at the final score here in just a moment but let's go ahead and look at some of your guys' predictions first one we have is from at sprint swagger I like his new handle this week as well or his name or his handle I think is the at so whatever the his actual name is, Rams taking the L 100. Yeah, let's get it, baby. He says back and forth in the first half, but Stone Cold Pettin comes through as usual with his second half adjustments, and the pack pull away with it, 38 to 28, 100. I like it. I I can I can kind of see the game going a similar way. Perhaps the Rams have been stifled in the second half. And the Rams are starting to get it together in the fourth quarter when Daniels or Alexander forces their turnover to close the game. That would be awesome. It would just be nice to see our defense get a winning turnover to close the game, especially if it was for a score. That would be awesome. Kevin King did it for us two weeks ago against the 49ers, a a game-winning turnover. Well, actually, it wasn't a game-winning, was it? It just gave Rodgers the ball back so he could go win the game. So it would be nice for our defense to get the stop that wins the game as at a turnover all right now at packers princess but spelled p-r-n-c-s-s she says the goat puts up most of the points in the first two quarters our defense struggles a bit after halftime and crosby nails the game-winning field goal 33 to 30 not bad let's move on quickly because we got a lot of you guys throwing in the predictions a lot more than we've had in the past uh, so let's get to all your predictions, if I can. Jacob Spookmacher, at FrauleinPhil27, says, Todd Gurley has a big day, but Adams, Graham, and Rodgers have bigger ones, 35-31. to 31. I agree. I think the Packers actually let Todd Gurley run and run, and they're going to say, Todd Gurley has to beat us. We're not going to let Goff and the this wide receiver core beat us. Now, it's not looking like Cooper Cup's not going to play, so... um I have him on my two of my fantasy my only two fantasy teams actually so in a sense I'm glad he's not gonna play just so that I don't have to root for him to score me points and then on one of them I have Cooper and Cooper Cup and Brandon Cooks I have both of them on one team I have Brandon Cooks playing but don't worry I don't even need him to do any scoring but if the Rams score I hope it goes to Cup I mean Cooks wow all those K's and C's and too much for me so anyways I think that uh, Todd Gurley scores. And has a big day. And I think the Packers will be okay with that. Because they're not going to let Goff beat them. But you're right. Aaron Rodgers, Adams, and Graham are going to have big days. Then, at Cheesehive says, If the defense can force two turnovers, Packers win a close one, 31-30. However, they need to start fast on the road against a team like the Rams. That's right. That's exactly what I have Packers do. i forcing at least two turnovers from Mike Daniels and Alexander. And I think that's what ultimately wins them the game. And then... At George Nicholas underscore one says, I don't want to sound silly because I know the Rams are a great team, but I do think they've been put on a pedestal too early. Maybe. Gurley versus our defense scares me, so our offense will have to come up with at least 35 points if we are to take the win. Crosby may be the hero again. And let me just say this about the Rams team. They are the most consistent, if not the best team in the NFL right now. There's no denying that. Are they... Historically great, yet to be seen. But this year, they're the best team. And if they could keep this momentum and if, let's just say if, the Rams beat the Packers and then the Rams go through the rest of their schedule, they might have some close games, but I think it's possible, it's not outside of the realm of possibility, that they go 16-0. and I'm not making any Super Bowl or playoff predictions what they're going to do there, but it's possible. So we'll just keep our eyes on that. Then, at Optimistic Peck says... Rams pull away early with, but the offense gets it close at the half. The defense shines in the second half, like they have all year. Crosby puts up puts, puts us up late in the fourth, but the Rams will have one last drive. The defense will show up and get the stop. Thirty to twenty eight. Hashtag optimism. Hashtag go pack go. So that's kind of basically similar to what I said as far as the defense showing up on the final drive. Wouldn't that be something? And then lastly, at Jant, excuse me, at Chance. Bringman, or Bringman, however you say it there, sorry Chance, says 38-35 Packers find their no-huddle swag. Jones goes 22 carries, 122 yards, and two touchdowns. That's a lot of twos. Jair gets a pick six, and D gets good pressure, but only two sacks. So I think that he could be right on all of that, actually, except for the Jones yardage shoes. It's possible for him to get two touchdowns, that like he could get an extra goal line look but I think if they got another goal line opportunity, one could go to Jones, and I think they'll give one to Williams or Montgomery, though. So if Jones wants two touchdowns, he's going to have to break one from the 15 or the 20, like he almost did against the 49ers. And, of course, I have uh, Alexander getting that pick six, and I have McDaniels getting the two sacks. I think that might be all the Packers get, too. I don't see it coming from anywhere else. It would be nice to see it come from our outside linebackers, Gilbert, Matthews, Perry, yeah, I'm talking to you. Step it up this week. Prove us wrong. We need some production from you guys, please. All right, so let's quickly move on to our pick six segment. Second and 19, Ryan alone to the shotgun, gets the snap, rolls left, throws the left sideline, intercepted! Intercepted. Down the sidelines, Tremont Williams into the clear, to the 40, to the 30, to the 20, to the 10, all the way to the touchdown, 72 yards! Okay, this week in our pick six segment, we have to review our week seven games that we picked that doesn't include the Packers. Uh, The first one we're going to just going to cover real quickly is my extra point pick that I did with the Michigan State Spartans and Michigan Wolverines. It was a heartbreak. Our offense was terrible. The guy I told you guys watch out for at wide receiver from the Spartans, Felton Davis, and just a few short plays went to take off from the line at the snap. And instantly fell to the ground as he went and pushed off and blew his Achilles. So you guys didn't get to see how awesome this guy is. But watch out. He's going to come out in the draft still next year. And this could give an opportunity for him to fall on a draft. I'm not saying the Packers would go after him because they put a lot of draft stock in this year's wide receiver core. But if we let go of Cobb and Jamon Moore still does not continue to progress... He is progressing, but if he doesn't, maybe the Packers look at him in the second or third round. Who knows? So the Spartans lost and 21-7. And I said it was going to be 24-21. to Our offense just didn't show up. It was atrocious. So let's just move on from that. I then had the Patriots and the Bears game. I had the Patriots beating the Bears, and they did. I got that one right. So the Patriots beat the Bears 38-31. to As most of you know, most of you watched that game. Then I had the Dolphins beating the Lions, and I got that one wrong. The Lions won 32-21, so Osweiler was Osweiler. Then I had the Vikings beating the Jets, and they did. And guys, the Vikings have been taking care of business against the AFC East. So we need to take care of business as Packers. Then I had the Saints beating the Ravens, and the Ravens almost won this game and let the Saints back in. it. I watched a lot of this game. And Drew Brees was good, did great, and came back. And the Saints won 24-23. So I got that one right. Then I had the Eagles beating the Panthers, but they did not. I got it wrong. Panthers won 21-17. And then I had the Redskins over the Cowboys and got that one correct. The Redskins beat the Cowboys 20-17. Guys, I think we better watch out for the Redskins in the playoffs. I think they're going to win this division. I'm not saying we need to be scared of them. I'm just saying, watch out. They're going to be in the playoffs. They're going to win this division. So that brings my overall record to 19, 15, and 1. On that week, I was 4-2 and to help improve my record to that 19, 15, and 1. So let's go on to the rest of our pick six for this week. First of all, we have the Bears and the Jets playing. And that is a 1 Eastern, 12 o'clock Central game in Soldier Field. And the Bears are seven and a half point favorites. And I'm going to take it. I do have the Bears winning this one. The Bears were actually pretty close against that. To tying that with that Hail Mary by Trubisky. But I think that the Patriots defense is struggling a little bit. And the offense of the Patriots struggled a little bit in that fourth quarter as well. To put the game away. But the Bears beat the Jets this week. And improved to four and three. Then the Seahawks travel to Detroit to play the Lions. The Lions are three point favorites at a one Eastern 12 Central game and you know I'm not sure how to feel about either one of these teams the Lions or the Seahawks they're both three and three so mediocre right but I'm gonna take the Seahawks in this one for no reason at all I actually am a Seahawks hater just like a lot of you Packer fans out there but I think they beat the Lions then we have our first pick watch going up against an NFC North team the Minnesota Vikings this week on Sunday night football 720 Central time the Vikings are one-point favorites in this game at this point, but I think that's only because they have home field advantage. And this is going to be a sweet rematch from the NFC Divisional Playoff game last year. The Saints really should have won this game. They just had to make one tackle. The Saints are 5-1. and one, The Vikings are 4-2-1. The Vikings look like they're moving along pretty strong now, but the Saints are looking really good, guys. They might be the second-best team, actually, in the NFC. It's pretty close there. So I'm going to take the Saints to beat the Minnesota Vikings. Then two games of interest we're going to look at real quick. There weren't very many of them that looked like really, really great games to watch. It looks like those are all otherwise in the NFC or in the NFC North. So we're already covering those. So we got, I'm going to look at the Eagles and the Jaguars in London. So that's at 9.30 Eastern, 8.30 AM central time start the eagles are three point favorites in this game but i don't know why other than i picked the jaguars to win the super bowl they're not looking like a super bowl team at this point for sure but i'm gonna go ahead and take the jaguars to beat the eagles in this one they've made some moves they traded for carlos Hyde, so they're making some moves to try to improve this offense and he might not get very many steps he could get snaps this week it's just running back they would just have him in obvious running downs probably so that he doesn't have to worry about um recognizing pass protection and all that but I think that's what the Jaguars offense has been missing so I think they can win this one then lastly before going to the Packers game prediction I have the Ravens and Panthers game to look at here this one has playoff implications by the way let me go back and just say that the Jaguars and Eagles are both three and four and both teams are desperate for a win as they are starting to fall behind if the Jaguars Fall to three and five. They have the Texans who are playing the Dolphins this week on Thursday Night Football. They'll if the Texans win, they'll be two games behind on that. If the Eagles lose, they have the Redskins playing the Giants this week in their division, and most likely the Redskins are going to win this game if you ask me. Although this could be one of those where uh, division rival sneaks up on a better team and gets a win, but the Redskins would move to five and two, and the Eagles if they lose fall to. Three and five. So it would not be looking good for the defending Super Bowl champions. So, some very important that's a very important game for these two teams to one of them to try to pull out this win. All right, back to the Ravens and Panthers. It's a noon Eastern game as well. I'm sorry, one Eastern game, 12 Central in North Carolina. And the Baltimore Ravens are two point favorites. And I'm going to go ahead and take that. Ravens are four and three, Panthers are four and two. And I think the Ravens get the win. They shh. Whew, we're so close to beating the Saints last week, who are a better team than the Panthers. So keep an eye on that game as well, guys, because that can have playoff implications with the Panthers 4-2 doing well, um, the second-best team in the NFC South. Now let's look at the Packers and the Rams. The score for the final score will be 38-31. to I think it could be, if you go by my vision I had before, Alexander gets the walk-off pick six if it's tied, 31-31, maybe. And the Packers get a game-winning touchdown. So it's going to be 38-31, Packers. Over the Rams in Los Angeles, 325 Central Time start. The Rams are, at this point, 9.5-point favorites. The largest underdog Aaron Rodgers has ever been, but I think we pull out on this one. Hasselback, maybe changing the play at the line. Looks left and right. Takes the snap. Short drop. Quick throw. Left side. intercepted. Yes! Yes! Down the right Going down the right side. He into the end zone. It is Al touchdown. Harris. Touchdown. 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 Dagger. Al Harris. 56 yards to a game-winning touchdown. Green Bay Packers. Okay, this has been the Pick 6 segment. And the Rogers Hail Mary podcast, episode eight. Thank you for listening in today. Hope you enjoyed today's show. And we hope that you like us and share this episode with all your Packer friends. Follow us on Twitter. Give us some more bold predictions next week for the Packers. When that time comes on Twitter, you can follow the podcast on Twitter at 12 Mary. You can get the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, So check us out in all those places. Give us some good reviews. Five stars, please. And we hope to see you next week after a Packers victory. So until next time, go pack go. Hunter Bradley the snap, JK Scott, down on one knee, arm extended. Here it is, placement made, kick is up, it is good.